millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. AFL podcast looking at the bye week and first week into the finals. My name is Heath, and as always, we ask the first question, which is, what was your highlight of the week past? Joshua, what have you got? Oh, honestly, I think it was the fact that women's uh, footy match was the most watched um, match. It drew a massive um, TV audience. It's mm-hmm. the most watched Saturday night match of the year so far. Yeah. Which just goes to show, all we need to do to get people interested is cancel all the all the men's games, <laughs> cancel everything, so they can watch it. But you know, it, it's a, a brilliant um, lead-in to the women's footy league next year, which is you know going to be it's going to be brilliant for what it is. It's not going to be anything. It's not. It's not going to be setting the world afire or anything. It's going to be a nice, solid uh, league, as long as they can agree on wages and not get too silly. Um, it's interesting that they've uh, gone very hard with the the PR behind it. That it was such a good um, TV audience yeah. mm-hmm. um, this year for it. Um, and I did hear some people say that's a good argument for keeping the bye week to give it like this. Uh, if for not everyone, all the other coaches are complaining about the bye week. The reason they won't keep it was the NRL had their highest ever on Sunday. Really. And it was a Melbourne Storm match. Yeah, I mean, mm. let, let's be honest. If your tactic for survival is the men not playing, yeah, probably not, probably not going to work. No, yeah. but I mean, it, gives, it was the you know the last one before the league starts, so it was a well, showcase event. And it was Storm, Melbourne Storm game. Also, was them winning the minor premiership, so it was a, an extraordinary yeah. game. Yeah, yeah, but the point was there was yeah. nothing to go against. It. Exactly. Yeah. But also, the funny thing I found is that everyone coming out and trying to gain some moral, moral high ground by saying, you know, for everyone who hated the women's game, uh, here's what I think about it. And I'm like, I didn't hear anyone say that they hated the women's game. No, no like, never. Maybe stop hanging around sexist fuckheads. And we are still getting people saying that, you know, they're being underpaid or whatever. But the thing to remember is where you work matters more than what job you do. So a guy who plays the NBL, he might work just as hard as a guy in the NBA. But he ain't yeah. getting paid the same. Yeah. Yep, that's true. Uh, look, maybe he should be. I don't know. But uh, no, he shouldn't. Yeah. No. Well, let's <laughs> yeah. let's clearly down there. No. Yeah. Um, but the women's league has a very very good upward potential. Like because yep. at the moment it's about two million dollars in the red. Yeah. Um, yeah. They need to make that back and show that they're leaning towards returning on their well, investment before they can argue for wage increases. Yeah. And part of that's going to be merchandise, which is going to be brilliant. You're going to see young girls running around in uh, Guernsey's cut for women. Uh, and I honestly think they got a good chance of making that back and making a good go of it. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, I agree. The other thing is that for for the women, I just think it's an opportunity for them to be able to avoid the mistakes of the men when it comes to <laughs> bargaining power and things like that. So I'm, I'm all for them getting paid um, the fair percentage of, of what they're well, making. But also, you have to have some sort of decent pay in order to encourage people to get into it to grow the sport as well. So, yeah, that's true. So it's a, definitely there's a, a fine line between what's going to be acceptable and what's going to be detrimental because at the end of the day, you've got to have the money coming in in order to be able to pay people. So. Well, let's face it. The AFL is not trying to make a dollar out of it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, in the above the line, if you yeah. like. Yeah, yeah. It, it's all about. It is a PR move, so like it or not. That's part of it. Yeah. Um, but it's also it's a grassroots uh, level. Yeah. They're trying to get more people into the sport, um, and that's looking at one half of the population. Mind yeah. you, it was a good game. It was awesome. Let, yeah. Let's not well, sell it short. It wasn't just a, <laughs> a, you know, a freak show. It was a good, skillful game yeah. of footy. I, did, I didn't see it because I was watching <laughs> The Secret Life of Pets. Instead, I, I only and saw, I fell asleep. I saw it. maybe like all up, it would have equaled about a quarter of it, but it was because I was cooking dinner. Yeah. And I thought, how funny is this? I'm in the kitchen cooking dinner, <laughs> <laughs> women on the TV playing footy, <laughs> being watched by the women in the house. All right, Brenton, what was your highlight of the weekend? 
Mine was, well, no AFL. It was definitely Narco Season 2 coming out in its entirety. I, I'm two episodes in. Yeah, and it was actually you that gave me the heads up because... I have fu- no idea what you're talking about. Narcos. Narcos. It's, uh, it's on Netflix. Netflix original documentary on... Public- Pablo Escobar. Oh, um, right. No, no, it's Pablo. it's um, it's drama, drama dramatized, yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's um, Netflix original series, so obviously they dump every episode of the season out at once. Yeah, yeah. But they know their audience exactly. Yeah. Well, plus, plus they they're not bound by your free to air television um, bullshit scheduling scheduling legislation to do with swearing and whatever. Yeah. But also the other thing that really ruined me was that every time I look at Tony, at um, <laughs> look at Pablo Escobar. I just think it looks like Andy Kaufman's alter ego, Tony Clifton. <laughs> no, no, the cop looks a bit like Tony Clifton. It, it, the um, Pena. Ah, uh, fucking. Is that his name? What's his name? Pena. I know the guy you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah he does a bit. The fuck up one. But uh, yeah, yeah. If you, yeah. Put, if you put some aviator sunnies on him. That's why I was looking, but just the big cheeks and the yeah. fake moustache on Pablo just makes me think of Tony Clifton. I can't take him seriously. It's always that, like the time. I remember I was, when I was living in Adelaide, I am. Um, I was living with an American chick. I mean, we watched the entire first series of the X-Files, but after season, after episode two, we were like, what if Mulder really is just a fucking lunatic? I'm crazy. <laughs> <laughs> and it turned the whole season into a comedy. It was hilarious yeah, after you had that viewpoint of it. So, I'd love yeah. to watch it again like that. <laughs> yeah, what was... I love about the casting of Pablo is he's just so um, dorky. Looking, yeah, you know, yeah. Not intimidating at all. Exactly, but... yeah. Jesus Christ, that's a gutsy actor. Yeah, well, I, I'm pretty sure Pablo's dead. Yeah, so, uh, yeah. doesn't mean he hasn't got a contract on uh, you. Uh, spoiler probably, alert: yeah. <laughs> probably anyone he's known and their families as well. So, yeah, I'm not surprised Mexico is still got a population to be honest. Because if you talk, to, if you listen to the news, it seems like 30 people die every day. Just yeah. from pretty like, sure he was from Colombia though. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, sorry, racism. Yeah, but that that shit happens all the time in South America. I remember coming into uh, Chile, I think it was, driving through. They've got the big um, sign across the road. You know yep. how in Australia it's got you know slow down speed kills. Yeah, over there it's, drop bears. Yeah, over there it's got the the death rate on the road like 127 per day per day, and that was good because apparently it was 140 average. Jesus, but the same actually. American chick, she spent like I don't know after Bush got elected, I think she left America and hasn't been back except for now. <laughs> but um, she spent half, most time in South America, and she was saying Argentina. There was no, like, if you have an accident, you're fucked because there's oh, no yeah. ambulance coming out to save no. you or anything. Like, there are literally wrecks in the middle of the highway with dead people in them that just haven't been bothered to be cleaned up yet. Mm. Yeah, well, you got things to do, you know? You yeah. got to prioritize. That's it. So it's, it's not surprising that they've had a really rich uh, motorsport history down in Argentina because you've got to be fucking <laughs> ace, driving. ace driver just to survive. Well, yeah, and on the Formula One circuit, no one's coming the opposite direction against you. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, well, my highlight of the weekend, oh. I seem to be the one that drags it back to football. <laughs> but yeah, because you're the one with the team yeah. that can win. Because yeah, you're a Hawthorne supporter, a Richard supporter, and uh, I reckon we're getting to Richmond later on. <laughs> the Friday night Legends game. Now, we'll, we'll start talking about that. But my highlight, I think, was uh, the guys that did it in the right uh, the right attitude. Yep. Right? Now, yep. there's always those that are going to take it a little bit too seriously. Yep. But guys like, uh, for starters, Chris Tarrant and Andrew McLeod. Yep. Two players that look like they could still go around but understood what the day was about. Yeah, exactly. When Andy McLeod was chasing down Damien Monkhurst, <laughs> I'm not sure if he was just uh, killed over laughing or was pretending to blow up. Yeah. I, I don't know which one it was. Either one is acceptable. But, uh, Either my, one, he played it perfect. My highlight was uh, Ange Christou, um, who ran yeah. out of the ground with his phone. And uh, to the one poor guy on uh, on the Reddit thread that saw that I put up Ange Christou's phone number, um, who got it before I deleted it, I'd, I'd like to say thanks for calling Josh. <laughs> why, why did you say hello? Well, so, I, I said g'day. I'm like, I have no idea. This. I think I was having a shit, actually. So I just answered the phone. I'm like, I don't know who this number is. but You're more right. effective than Ange, then. <laughs> <laughs> Bullshit. Do you see the barrels he was launching from fullback? Oh, yeah, I was talking about actual defense. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah that, that's, that's nothing. Yeah. What, had nothing on Roden. What, what annoyed me, though, was I, sh- I should have put it, because uh, I was watching it with Dad in the room. I yeah. should have put Dad's phone number yeah. up there yeah. so I could see the results. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, I, I chickened out. I should have left it up there for a good half an hour or so. Yeah. But I only had 3% on my phone. I thought, if my phone dies, <laughs> then it's, it's up a, there. There's nothing a, I can do. It's a one-way move. <laughs> What what do we, we get to that phone call? I'm just thinking, oh, well, someone's got the wrong number. <laughs> yeah, I, I so wish I didn't check it out on it. It would have been such, <laughs> such is, a better story. I remember you asked me for Josh's number, and I'm like, hmm, is this a good... This is a great idea, <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, I wasn't going to give uh, Grandma's number, but that, that's a story for another just, time. Yeah, don't have it. Um, so what do we think of the game? 
What, the Legends game? The Legends game, yes. Oh, in the right spirit. Perfect. Yeah. Most of it. Yeah. And obviously, it was uh, scripted with how we're going to finish out. What do you mean? You so, couldn't write a script like that. Exactly. Could not write a script like this. That's what I, You know what? I don't mind that they fix the ending. I'm fine with it. But just don't tell us you can't write a script like that. Yeah. That's just the worst thing you could ever say. The only thing I was, I was not concerned about, I was just thinking about, was with the sort of cross-promotional with betting in AFL... I'm guessing they could not take bets in that game. No, oh, and no. So, there was no bets taken so that on that game. That should have been a heads up straight away that if you can't bet on a game in Australia, yeah, then the fix it fixes in, surely. Um, uh, it was a bit weird when uh, the ball hit the behind post and they're like, no, we need a point. Then Brenton yeah. Sanderson runs out to tell the umpire. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the runner tells the umpire, mate, we need a point. And then I'm pretty sure that last one went out, out of, of bounds. bounds. Yeah, for sure. And they've got, no, no, it's a point, it's a yep, point. It's like, a point. Oh, oh, and there goes the siren. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, that's fine. I don't care, because it's a nothing game. Yeah. And you could see any time one team got four goals up, they're like, all right, boys, hold yep. on. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Let's pull it back a bit here. And you can just see by looking at who's still in shape, who will yeah. legit win this <laughs> contest. Um, but they just didn't need to keep saying it. Yeah. Like, you couldn't write a script like this, because they said it about five times, and then it stood out. Yeah. Reminds me... Um, have you ever read Mick Foley's book? Um, I have a, a tale long time of blood ago. and sweat socks. Long time ago. There's one uh, fight he's talking about back in the day where they're in a cage, and he goes, "Look, guys, it's uh, it's a cage, all right. I know it's only chicken wire, but just don't mention it." And he goes, "So the first bloke on the microphone goes, I know it might look like chicken wire, but it's not a chicken wire.' <laughs> like, ah, thanks, mate. <laughs> it's the same thing on Friday night. You couldn't write a script like yep. this. Yeah." Except, Except we you did. did. Yeah. <laughs> and everyone just trying to hammer it home. You could not write this script. Uh, Trust yeah, us. The other thing I didn't like was they have a medal for best on ground. I'm like, why? Did they? Really? Yeah. Holy I, shit. Um, they were joking that it's called the Richie Vandenberg medal because he used to always take it serious. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and um, even Barry Hall, who won the medal, um, looked embarrassed. He's like, why? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right. Yeah. It'd but, be funny if it was like, you know, six feet wide, the medal. Yeah, then he's got to find a way to get it home. <laughs> I like I like your comment during the game, Heath, where you said it'd be really funny if they've got Brent Spake, Staker to come on. And just <laughs> <Snotty>. <laughs> clock, clock, Barry Hall. <laughs> That's what they've got to do. Brent Staker out there, because he can play for the Allies too, obviously. If New we're going to go boy. scripted, putting May their well. hands up for next year. Go all the way. Pretty good script, I'm going to be honest. So I, I did like... I mean, the, sorry, keep going. That's it. Uh, Dave Curry and... Uh, oh, I forgot the other lad's name from the um, uh, Toyota Legendary Moments commercials. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. As soon as you yeah. hear it, go, oh, yeah, exactly. that's it. Um, the funny man. Stephen. Well, the straight man. Stephen Curry. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. Anyway, Stephen Curry and Dave. Oh, I don't know. Anyway, um, both uh, runners for the team wearing mouth guards. Yeah. <laughs> Love <laughs> that it. That was awesome. <laughs> and just that, that banter was uh, a welcome sort of uh, professional approach as opposed to the crap banter you get on the field when they run out and give interviews. I'm, I'm saying Limo could. Uh, he, he does well in other pursuits. Exactly. Yeah, that's exactly that? what I was getting at. I was trying to be a bit nicer about it. But he, yeah. he, he does a lot of work for the Hawks. Yeah. He's, he's a big Hawks fan. His on-field interviewing was pretty shit-ass, to be honest. Yeah. And it was funny that they had to pretty much keep Acker on the bench so he didn't fuck up the script. It did look like um, <laughs> Doc Reed had to go tell him. Yeah, like, I think it was a doctor's advice. No, yeah. you're out. Yeah. Yeah, it's um, like, this might be fun, script for you, but I'm still here under complete legislation or yep. whatever the, the rules are for my job. Yeah, he's still... Yep. doing his yeah. job. It's unfortunate that I'm here and it, I'm legit. It, it looked like a long time before Acker was, ah, oh, damn it. Yeah, Because he exactly. was legitimately pissed yep. for a long time. Yeah. Having said that, I did like when he got the handball and ran to the boundary line to kick the goal. Yeah. That's what it's yep. about. Exactly. That's what you should be doing. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, a little bit of look at me. I'm like, of course the fuck it is. That's yeah. the idea. Because the thing is, if you can still kick it now, fucking genius. And he yeah. wasn't far off. Like, off the boot, I was it, like, this is post. a chance. It's a very real chance. Yeah. It was a drop punt too. It was weird. Yeah. yeah. But that was the one that he was he did in the who was it where he put the hand on the head and the mouth hand yeah. on the mouth. I got a feeling it was Crazy. against Brisbane. Yeah, I think Gary Ablett Jr. might have done exactly the same thing that yeah. week or next week. No, no. you're right. It was against Long down in it. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, yeah, I still reckon Dave Roden should have got best on match, best on ground. Well, I did like the um, the, the kick out from fullback. It was a great kick. He hit kick, a target. Yeah. Yep. Beautiful. High fiving his sister after she kicked a goal. <laughs> yep. Worm was probably a little bit too far for me. <laughs> I, I'm a big Leslie Nielsen fan. I'm fine with it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do love that. It was pretty good, actually. But you can see he'd practiced that into the signal for the goal because oh, it was yes. seamless. Of it was seamless. Well, he, he's a. Quite a well-renowned dancer, apparently. Well, I think two years after he retired, he's still doing the footy show review. 
Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think he was on Dancing with the Stars at one stage. I think he was. Yeah. I think he's doing Michael Jackson tributes since he's died. So he's <laughs> a fair bit of cash out of Could it. Be. Oh, fair play to him. Well, Just leave been, the kids alone. I know he's been working on his goal umpiring for a while, so he's trying to get a gig in the AFL. Smart lad. Well, we was looking at his. Well, he's not form. running around. We we're looking at his form with the two finger salute, and he was doing a bloody fantastic job. Looked on point. Yeah, how do they actually rate goal umpires? Like it's one of those things where. Not the sure. difference between the the good guys in the regional areas and the good guys in the AFL can't be that great. No, I, I honestly yeah. don't know. It looks like something that anybody could do. Yeah. Well, Did you see it go through the big sticks? Yeah. Yes. Well, single goal. You fucking done it. Good on you, mate. I guess a lot of it is. Um, it's not just if you make the right decision. It's they have. You know, you have to be in this certain position to be able to judge right, it. So yeah, even yeah. though you could see it goes through the middle, were yeah. you in the right position in case something happened? Yeah, so but I, I, that's all I can guess. Like As an outsider, I don't know, I've never done goal umpire training, but it sort of seems like the thing you'd... It's like a quick uh, TAFE afternoon course kind of thing. Yeah, kind of like yeah. MMA judging. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Pick a number between 8 and 10. Um, yeah. It was good that they had um, the two girls on either side, even yeah. though all the, the ex-players were very gentlemanly. I mean... Uh, Luke McFarlane nearly tackled uh, uh, Roden. I've forgotten her first name already. Um, Sam. I know it was Abby Hope. Young Rhodes. Yeah, Young Rhodes. Um, yeah. Almost tackled her by accident. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Looked very embarrassed. Like, oh, shit. You just imagine about 20 people jump on the fence after that one. <laughs> All the rodents. <laughs> it's one thing getting snotted by a goal umpire. <laughs> but well, actually, Richo got stuck into... What's the other chick for not handing over in the goal yeah. square? He, he was genuinely upset no, by the looks. It was well played. It was well played. Was Let's brilliant. be honest. I mean, you can forgive everybody for not hand passing the richer on the goal square. <laughs> well, he's had 15 years of practice yeah. at uh, being kicked over the top of his head. It would have been better off going out towards 50. Yeah. He, a better chance. 15 years of practice at yelling at teammates too. Yeah. Mm. The other thing, uh, she was a little bit, I don't know what to do now. I was like, yeah. oh, come on. What she should have done is just gone overboard. Yeah. It just jumped on him and hugged him. And, yeah. Oh, I'm so sorry, Richo. I didn't mean to. But I love how Richo stuck it out to like the very end until just about off camera and gave a little smiles. <laughs> yeah. It was great. It was well done. I like those uh, those moments. And some of those guys, I mean, it was it was pretty cruel of them to have a fully timed match. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, holy yeah. shit. Remember when they come out from after half time? You're like, Jesus. Yeah. We've still got another half to yeah, go. They, these guys are in Why trouble. are they playing full time? Yeah. Why are there eight sub vests? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Poor old uh, allies. They were losing players before the match even started. Then yeah. Mods goes down with his first kick. Mods yep. does the quads. I'll tell you what, I'd hate to fucking run into Martin Pike in a dark alley. He looked genuinely oh, scary. Uncle he's Fester. Looks scary. Uncle Fester, wasn't he? Holy shit. Yeah, but he looks like at least skinny. Look, now it's like he's eight kids. He's always been an intimidating motherfucker. Yeah, that's true. No, it was, it was good to see. It was a good bit of fun. Um, I don't think we really needed the uh, the fixed finish, but anyway, that's what they've decided to go with. Well, if you're going to bring in rules for how the game ends, if it's a draw, then may as well exercise those rules. Yeah, yeah, why not? Um, and Fab kicking from 50 instead of the 40 just to rub it in. Wasn't a bad little dog, yeah. that one, either. <laughs> yeah. um, and you've got to say, Barry Hall's kicking still on point. Yeah, definitely, 100%. Yeah. Um, yeah. Some of them were absolutely atrocious. You couldn't believe they were professional athletes. Yeah. And I'm looking at Lingy and, and Brown. <laughs> yeah. Richo, you can forgive, because he could never fucking kick anyway, so it doesn't yep. matter. Yeah. But uh, Lingy and, uh, well, Lingy never got a kick, so yeah. we, we've never known before. Exactly. When you get yeah. out outclassed by uh, Sam Pang <laughs> in <laughs> AFL, you're in trouble. Something's going on. I'm just still amazed how much muscle Barry Hall's managed to put on. Oh, well, not amazed at all. Supplements, Mexican ones. It's fucking awesome. There's nothing, nothing wrong with the former athlete going the TRT route. <laughs> yeah. Matt Sarah says he does it all the time. That's why he, he could, he's not making a comeback. He goes, no, exactly. I'm on the, I'm on the testosterone, yeah. mate. It's fucking awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Rogan the same. Exactly. He's... Who were they talking about? Oh, maybe Joe, you can have a fight. He goes, man, I blow that test through yeah. the roof. Because <laughs> he's open. He's like, Sylvester Stone is my Lippmann's test. Yeah. If he's still alive, I can do it. I can do this. And she was a victim of a death hoax recently too. Yeah, he always was he? Is. And everyone was kind of like, that sounds plausible. Yeah, Richard Wilkins is like, fuck it, it's dead. <laughs> Write it up. Print the story. So, in the uh, the week off, what else we've got to talk about? We can talk about the All-Australian side. Yep. There's always controversy oh, around Tarrant this. fucking robbed. Didn't yep. listen to our advice, obviously. No, no. I, I had a look, and I think I've got only four or five wrong. Um, so, we're pretty close. But, I mean, you know, you're picking a squad of 22 out of 40. Exactly, so yeah. That's why I wasn't too keen close. to include interchange on my... I'm like, that's like cheating. <laughs> if, you're not, if you're not on the f- first four, it's a theoretical team. Like, so, theoretically, we don't need interchange people. We're the best 20, best 18 on the field. So I reckon the substitutions in the All-Australian team 
is a cop out. What do you think of the jackets? They've done that for uh, a number of years now, yeah. but uh, that's what they get as an All-Australian. Yeah. They get a Should jacket. Be the shorter shorts you can possibly find. <laughs> shorts. <laughs> yeah. Shorter shorts. The old clip-up ones with a zip and uh, the two buttons. No, the zip, the clip, and the button. Yep. Those uh, ones. I'd, I'd love to see the uh, version Australia stewardesses help them put them on too. <laughs> yeah. Like <laughs> they do with the jackets. But they'd be the crappy like 16-bit colour shorts with like one yeah. other tone colour down the side with two stripes and just have All-Australian written down there. In, in pixels. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. In like ASCII writing yeah. like, real old school that's what they should go back to yeah because I mean you got golf has the jackets and that's their yeah, thing yeah pretty much yeah. Uh, the Adelaide Crows club champion has the jacket as well yeah, Adelaide. the golden jacket Adelaide that's one of the things I was, I was thinking about mm-hmm. doing this yeah. season yeah, yeah. fuck it let's go with that Adelaide would they end up finishing the ladder they were like top four six six or something and everyone's writing them off no fifth of course because they play north fifth yeah, yeah. Adelaide finished fifth the thing I was thinking about was that Adelaide like Adelaide is a very good city in its own right, but they always think they have this competition with Melbourne. And they a, don't... a competition that Melbourne's not aware? Yeah, well, exactly. It's like Australia and New Zealand. Like, there's this big rivalry that goes in one direction. Like, we've got to beat Australia. Australia's like, we're just going to smash them and move yeah. on. Yeah, well, I was going more the the um, uh, similarity to where Australia, the Socceroos think they've got a, a rivalry with Italy. Like, <laughs> Italy couldn't give a fuck yeah, about us. Like, they don't care that this rivalry exists, so... I was thinking, well, Adelaide, like, I do like Adelaide. I lived there for a while, and it's a good city in its own right. So I was thinking, what are the advantages they do have over Melbourne? I was thinking, for one, the driving's heaps better. It's crazier, but the thing is, if you need to get somewhere, you can get somewhere. Oh, like, because it's all in a grid. Footpaths, yeah. footpaths are in play. Yep. You, yeah, you yeah. can definitely cut a corner, because there's no, like, not many, uh, like, the individual turn arrows and shit there, so you can get and, there. And without the inspections, plenty of the cars on the road are cut and shuts too. So if you get <laughs> exactly. in trouble, you can just take half the car across the intersection <laughs> and grab the other car other half later. <laughs> Seriously, one of my best mates, his old man was a prosecutor, and he had a, an EB Falcon that he, he rings up his dad one day. And he's like, yeah, dad, um, how do you hotwire a car? <laughs> like, he wasn't the most law-abiding son that a prosecutor could have so he's like what the fuck have you got into now <laughs> he's like no no it's alright it's just I bought an EB Falcon and like the the key entry has been stripped so I can't even turn the key and have it turned on so I just need to whatever so his car so I just like how he's found this out after he's bought the car yeah yeah. well okay. I didn't really ask too many questions keep going yep. so anyway he picks me up from the airport one day after I've flown back into Adelaide from Melbourne and um, we, he's at the front obviously jumping his EB and he's got Half the wires connected by an alligator, alligator clip <laughs> with the other wires in his head. Yep. He starts putting them together like, dude, what the fuck has happened here? Actually, I should backtrack to this story a bit. The last time, the last two times I went to Adelaide, first time he picked me up in a, a Alfa Romeo, brand new Alfa Romeo. It was like 40 grand. It's like, holy shit, man. What's happened since I've gone? Doing all right. Yeah. But he was dating a chick who was, who was Viet. She's won like 40 grand on blackjack. She's like, all right, I don't want to lose it back, so I'll buy an alpha. <laughs> so he's picked me up. We've hammered it through the city. We've got up to like 140 going off. Um, what's the other main entrance into the city from North Adelaide that's not um, O'Connell Street going into King William? Literally doesn't matter. Uh, yeah. Jeff Cott. Jeff Cott, yeah. So we're doing 140 down there, <laughs> which is always manned by cops going uphill. So mm. the next next maybe month, I fly into Adelaide. Picked me up in this EB Falcon. <laughs> I've gone, back to reality. I've gone, what happened? Eh, lost it back. It's like, shit, man, were you pissed? It's a life of gamble, champ. Yep. It's like, well, fair enough, yep. So, so yeah. And I forgot what I was going with that story, but yeah, anyway, dodgy fucking Adelaide people with their alligator clips. <laughs> so that's why Adelaide's, uh, that's why oh, it's yeah. got over Melbourne. The drivers, yeah, they've got other drivers, yeah. You can, you can actually get to where you need to go in Adelaide if you are crazy enough. Whereas Melbourne, you can be doing 90 Ks down the Princess and Eastern Freeway four wide because nobody wants to even approach the speed limit. Yep. Um, the other thing I had was uh, if you get ham in Adelaide, it's always just a walk home. Yes. Well, yeah. I think it depends where you get hammered. Doesn't it? Well, there's not many places to get hammered. That's, <laughs> that's the thing. There's the bay and there's the city. Right. So either you're walking home from the bay or you're walking over yeah, the city. Either way, like I've done it before. And I remember walking from North Adelaide to Nor- Norwood to North Adelaide was a 45 minute walk. The bay to Adelaide was a night walk. Yeah, a well, night yeah, walk. I remember I you, it was again into the morning. I remember walk. you, silly cunts. The thing was, you and uh, Uncle Ants decided to get on the Terps in the Glenelg, almost said Geelong, uh, in Glenelg, because there was Miss Uni pageant, some bullshit. Get fucking there. blind drunk, call me up at 3 a.m. saying we need to fucking ride back. I'm like, we are, Glenelg, but we're walking back to Adelaide anyway. Shit, so that's I, right, what's two? Yeah, I pick you up halfway along uh, Anzac uh, Parade, blind as fuck, and you were trying to steal a bloody wheelie bin while Anthony's in it. I tell you and what, you're dragging him. If we didn't succeed, we just weren't drunk enough. <laughs> it should be too hard to well, steal a wheelie bin. The fact you're trying to 
you know, move a, well, rather inebriated six foot three. Recently divorced, 40 year old, <laughs> when I was 18. Six foot three's been generous too, by the way. Uh, yeah. Collingwood six foot three. Um, yeah, it was up against you. I mean, you know, trying to throw it in the back of the Bajero was cheeky too. Things usually you add some interest to stories that you tell, but that one was spot on. <laughs> that was exactly what happened. <laughs> I've just pieced it together as you were speaking. Um, to, to go with this week, we've got the NAB Rising Star is tomorrow night. Looks like Callum Mills is the red hot favourite. I think yep. really it's between him and Caleb Daniel. Uh, my my vote was on Daniel, but yep. yeah, same. The the, uh, the bookies seem to think it's all over and yeah. done with. And well, half a pound, he's got it. Here's why I thought it was Daniel's because the Bulldogs are known to be in a short team, and I just thought I hadn't noticed him last year. Yep. <laughs> Turns out he played last year, so that's how good he was going. <laughs> I think he played a couple last year. Might have played a couple, yeah. yeah. But, but it was funny. Not enough to qualify. Just thinking about it, we actually watched a fair few dogs games this year. Not intentionally going to watch the dogs, just from opposition. So all hap- good matchups. Just happened to be uh, good matchups and better times. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just fit it in. Because I think I only saw one or two Hawthorne games this yeah. year. I didn't see many Tigers ones. I went to... I well, think, plenty of Tigers tickets. <laughs> <laughs> I think I went to 10 games all up, but only two Hawks games. Yeah. It's just, yeah. you know, the way it worked out. Um, so what else we got on your, your agenda there? Do you want to talk about Tigerland? <laughs> oh, Jesus. It's, what I mean, a shocking press conference. It's today. not often I want to talk about Tigerland, but you have to. So. <laughs> what I, what I do doing? love is that someone has just gone, no, nah, this is shit. We're going to fucking... We're going to go in and we're going to change everything, except for the coach. We're going to keep him. Yeah. Like, well, list manager, no list manager. We'll keep him too. Yeah, yeah. We'll keep him too. And that's the big. Uh, right. Head of football, head of recruitment. We'll keep him. Yeah. So essentially, they're getting rid of pretty much nobody yeah. in the nobody, football just, department. Just the, <laughs> yeah, just the board. And with the strategy of we're going to give you all of the things. Yep. Yeah. And that's it. <laughs> and let's be honest, the board's done a pretty good job. Like, financially, that's the only thing they conceded. They said, yeah. "Yeah, they've done a good job financially." Which is the job of the board. Pretty much. Yep. Yep. So the say, department. Their only uh, issues are then with was with the football department, but yep. they're not get rid of them. They're going to keep them. Well, yeah. not even that. Most times when you hear about um, hostile takeovers or even takeovers of any business, it's usually about streamlining things. You know, yep. there's too many mm. multi-tiered yep. management. Now nah, we're adding more tiers. We're going to yeah. have a CEO. Then we're going to have the football operations manager. We're going to have just build it up to the sky uh, high, so but no communication goes anywhere. How is that going to fucking work? Like, I'm sure coaches do a great job when they've got three executives over their shoulder second-guessing <laughs> yeah, everything. Exactly. Yeah. Who know like, fuck all about football? He'd like you working and having your boss spending all his time on your shoulder going, what are you doing? What's that yeah. for? You'd be like, would you mind fucking off? Yeah, exactly. What What's I, your job, champ? What I love is too, they said, we're going to get, you know, the best uh, best people in the business yeah. in, <laughs> like uh, Neil Baum. We're going to get Neil Baum as our uh, head of football. <laughs> have, have you spoken to Neil Baum yet? No. Nope. no. <laughs> but, we, we've, but then he said, we've spoken to a lot of great people around here. Uh, we haven't spoken to Neil Baum yet. Yeah. How do you know he's going to take it? Oh, oh no, he'll take it. I'll be like, fuck off. Yeah, exactly. I'm principal. Or, or he'd be like, well, mate, you can't afford it now. What I would love is if, uh, they're not going to do it, but if Peggy O'Neill then went, I have spoken to Neil Baum. He said he'll come in for us. <laughs> okay, so what else so, you got? Exactly. What else is there? So you're going to put in the, like, the coach that we've put in. You're going to put in the manager that we've put in. Yeah. You're going to put in everything that we've put in. So essentially, you just want to do what we're doing. She's going to gill out. They're going to gill out it. What, what they need to do is instead invest their time in an AFL manager game. Yeah, exactly. And go play that. Yep. That's all they want to do. Exactly right. Yeah. It's like this is yeah. It's like fantasy footy in real life. See, that'll, that'll make money. This wouldn't happen if Dream Team was still going. Yes. <laughs> yep. All right. Oh, they should add board members to the dream team. Yeah. <laughs> Pick your own board members. Absolutely. Like every every column inch is worth something. So, oh, Jeff Kennett, he's not a board member, but geez, he'd, he'd rate well. Oh, well, he'd go in the legends. <laughs> the worst thing was is that from all the trade rooms going around, it looks like we're going to benefit greatly. Like, shit may just turn around in regards to our list. <laughs> Fuck that shit. Let's yeah. mix up the board. <laughs> but it is like at the end of the season, like we said with the Tigerland, they've actually decided. 30 years of sacking everybody at every chance we can get hasn't worked. Yeah. Let's stick stick fat with some people and it hasn't, hasn't worked. worked. Yeah. Gone, you know what? I liked it better when we were fucking up the other way. <laughs> exactly. That's more comfortable. We're yeah. going to sack everyone but keep someone. And the thing is, yeah. I, I'm all for that but have a plan. Yeah. Like have some sort it's of shocking. plan not just we're going to do exactly what they did but and it, uh, you'll like us more? Yeah, it's it's the vibe yeah, of what exactly. we're doing. Yeah. <laughs> what, we're going to have public holidays for everyone. What else was disturbing was I think he's a heart surgeon, isn't he? Is he really? The, the Holy guy shit. that's uh, heading it. So, oh yeah, anyway. yeah, he is too. Yeah, yeah. I actually read that article. I guess it was the same one. Anyways, today. Um, 
All right. Have we got anything else on your agenda or we want to get to the games that are going to happen? Look, this is what happens when they have a bye week with no fucking football. Shit posting central. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, we were talking about waking up Sunday morning. I was pretty excited because UFC was, was on. on. I thought, pour my cup of coffee. It was 8.30. I was like, sweet. I have something to do. Get Getting me through. You know, prelims. Cooking Father's Day lunch and shit. Get us through that. It was fucking over. I'm like, when, when UFC comes to Melbourne, they make us have it at 11 a.m. on a Sunday just so that everyone else can watch at a reasonable time. So why, if it goes to Hamburg, are they going to change this shit around? wasn't good enough. No. I was disappointed. I was looking forward to it Me too because there was nothing else on. Yeah. Well, that was the weird thing. Like, if you're going to have a... It just so happened the bye week fell on Father's Day. That's when you need footy the most. Absolutely. Exactly. We yep. were watching NRL. Yeah, exactly. I, and I, I did watch a little bit of... Didn't we? It was Canberra and West, West Tigers. West Tigers, yeah. Yeah, that we discovered were amalgamation of West Magpies and... Western Balmain, suburbs. Bendigo Tigers. Balmain, uh, Balmain Tigers, Tigers, that's it. Yeah. And we could have still got that completely wrong because I yeah. looked it up to verify it. See, those Tigers <laughs> couldn't sort shit out either. True. And that's why GWS West probably going to go great this season because I think Parramatta aren't doing too well and West did shit apparently because Canberra smashed them. That so. knocked West out of the finals, uh, I think, judging yep. on a few fans I've got on Facebook. Um, but towards the actual finals, we've got Thursday night, <laughs> we've got West Coast are hosting the Bulldogs. Bulldogs look like they've got everyone back. Um, but West Coast are in the best form they've been in for the last yep. five or six years. Yeah. I I wrote them off as soon as uh, Nat Nui did his knee again. As did everyone. I wrote them off I, as, I was soon as, they, as soon as they started losing to horrible teams. Yeah. <laughs> so I wrote them off. Um, but in the last three weeks, they've won GWS away, Hawthorne at home, Adelaide away. Yep. Not a bad effort. Look, I think Should they've know. proven that they've, they're not a bad team that's been overperforming, they're a good team that's been underperforming. Yeah, of And course. all of a sudden, mm. just switched it on. Yeah, at and the with, right time. with the mid-tier players stepping up and playing key roles, was like, fuck, I mean, Brass getting the rise. Nod. Nod. Yeah. If they had MVP of the round, he was putting his name in that hat. Yeah, absolutely was, yeah. yeah. So, it, you know, you can be confident being the Eagles going to the finals now, which we're looking at, all right, that's going to be the matchup you want in the first round. Yeah, exactly. You, you know, you would four. Um, you were looking at... Uh, Who's who are the Eagles going to travel to play? Yeah. Now they've got a home final. You go, yep. oh shit. Like, oh. I mean, to go all the way. I mean, they can do it because they've shown that they can win yep. on the road. Yep. But they're going to have to win on the road uh, two weeks in a row to get to the grand final. Yep. Now. Yeah. And you um, just need consistency out of those players that are filling in holes that you've got. Like yep. the, the role of Lassette and that is going to be crucial. Yep. And well, Giles in his last game yeah. played the best game of his career yep. probably. Yeah. Um, the Bulldogs have got a lot of their players coming back from injury, like uh, Easton Wood. Yep. Liberatore trained this week. Yep. Stringer's been playing in the VFL. Yeah. Um, so he'll probably come back in anyway because they need that. Uh, yep. he, he might provide that spark. Yeah. But let's mm. be honest, in an elimination final, there's a possibility of there being no next week. So you rush exactly. the players in, jab them up with yep. whatever it takes to put them out on the field. and Whatever it takes, TM. Yeah, well, we got an asterisk there. Whatever it takes, yep. except for... Yeah, Boy, Stephen Dank. It's meatloaf. Yeah. I would do anything for love, <laughs> yeah. but I won't do that. Yep. Mm. Um, so, uh, the Bulldogs undersized for West Coast? Um, they're undersized, but that's generally been something that they can exploit. So, it all depends. But going over to Perth, very, very tough. Very, very tough. Um, I think that game plan has been specifically um, implemented for Etihad Stadium, and they dominated Etihad yep. Stadium uh, this season. So, it'd be interesting to see how it goes. Um, yeah, I, I can't name it now I have to say West Coast to be honest I have to say West Coast yeah, because of, of how they've been plus playing at home and the inconsistency of the Bulldogs where Western West Coast and the Western Bulldogs were that same same question marks hanging over their head yep. whereas West Coast have shown what their solution is West, yep. Western Bulldogs I mean yeah you can't invent players Look, you know? mm. I think West Coast are the only team that um, wish that there wasn't a bye week yeah. Uh, well, no, a lot of people have said it, but... Yeah, they wish they'd get it, another win with that bye week. <laughs> yeah. um, that bye week, because they were on the hottest run of form. Yeah. Um, they yeah. just would have yeah. wanted to keep going. Exactly. I haven't seen that since Tigers beating Sydney in round 23. <laughs> <Yeah>. Josh, <laughs> the finals. You, you got a tip? Oh, I'm going West Coast, just because I think the Bulldogs will... They'll still have last year's loss in their... Sort of the ghost of that in their memory. And I don't think they're old enough, and they don't have the on-field leadership of guys like Murphy to steady the team when it's when it's in that crux sort of um, ebb and flow. I, I think it is, uh, for me, I'm going West Coast as well. I think the Bulldogs have done well to get this far, yeah, and that might be enough for them. That when if West Coast get a bit of a run on, they might be we've done well. Yeah, yeah. I, they've had a horror run with injury. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, no no doubts about that at all. That, that's the last excuse the Bulldogs want to, is yeah. just, we've done enough, but it's the truth. It's mm. the truth, yeah. Mm. Um, Friday night, we've got the big blockbuster, Hawthorne and Geelong. Um, it's good to see that this uh, rivalry's still going on now, that yep. uh, Geelong have picked back up. Yep. Um, I'm not 
at all confident in Hawthorne. We, we have limped over the line to make top four. Yeah, um, yeah. It, it's a bit like uh, Frio and Sydney last year made top four, but you still weren't convinced. Yeah, yeah. Um, which sounds weird, but it's the way it was. Yeah, it's and a bit both- like a bit like the Legends game. The Umps were helping out pretty heavy to stick to the script. Yeah, but the thing is, it's pretty hard for for the for the Hawks to to, to do bad in first round of finals because even if they lose, people are like. Yeah, well, you know, the Hawks, they could use an extra round to um, get the players uh, <laughs> tune, up. Go, tune up, go and fit. You know, they're always the ones that were never uh, up there at the top in skill. They were finals performers. They perform under pressure. Yep. So they get a couple of passes, or one pass, I think, for this match. So I think the... Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, th- I think they'll get an excuse for losing to Geelong, and the real excitement will come next week when um, that'll be Hawthorne. This is where Hawthorne turned it on. Yeah. This is the part where they... Yeah, like, I, I kind of feel like Geelong will have it as well. I just think uh, they're coming in a rare area of form and a rare it, area of danger field. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's what I mean. I, they're going to have to run with him, and I don't know many people that can. Well, there's not. All, all you can do is try and corral him, or yep. when he kicks it, try and make sure you get that one. Yeah, or you just try and lay him out in the first quarter yeah. <laughs> and cop the week off. I mean, in the last month, Hawthorne have been exposed for uh, contested marking and height. Yep. And that's one thing that Geelong has in spades yep. is they've got height all over the ground. Um, yep. So I think that they, it, not just that it gives you, you know, another option up forward, but it's when you're moving out of full back, you go, right, well, no one's free. I'm just going to kick it 50 metres down the line to a 50-50. Mm. And when you're winning 70% of 50-50s, the maths don't add up. Yep. And you're like, you're not going to uh, lose many games when you, when that's going on. So it's that get out clause that um, they can use. So yeah, I think Geelong, unfortunately, are going to be um, pretty comfortable. Yeah. yeah, and the the ruck stocks of Hawthorne getting depleted left, right, and centre. Talking so. about Jack Fitzpatrick was robbed of an All Australian and and <laughs> yeah. goal of the year. Well, they're talking about um, fucking. Well, with the goal of the year, um, who got the nods? It was uh, Betts, who to me has a sewn up. Yeah, Atley uh, and Buddy. Atley and Buddy. Atley, it was good yeah. for him, but yeah. it, it's not yeah. uh, it's not top ten. Yeah, but yeah. what I was going to say is, feel pissed off about Tom Hawkins not getting the. Oh, look, that was not brilliant. And Gresham, that soccer, yeah, Gresham yeah. for Gresham. the Saints. Yeah. It, that was my vote for top 10. I yeah. liked it more than bets. Yeah, me too. Um, but uh, yeah. I think anyway. that there's people are busy this time of year in the AFL and they've got a lot of time to consider these things. Yeah. <laughs> From bets, mean, chuck it in there. Mark of the year to me, it's Majak Door left, right and centre because it was just ridiculous. But people... He took a uh, mark, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know, brilliant. But um, my Danaher's was pretty good and Lob just, I don't know how he didn't die. <laughs> Lob's a freak. To be honest, goal of the year was, was definitely Lloyd playing the Swans. Well, <laughs> see, actually, I agree. Like, a, a goal after the siren from 45 yeah. is a fucking hard kick. Yeah, to win the but game. <laughs> they've never given those ones. Like the in 2012, I think it was, when Hawkins kicked the goal after the siren against yeah. Hawthorne. Yeah. That was from 55. That's goal of the year. Yeah. yeah. Didn't even get a look. Matt McGrath, did he get a goal of the year for his goal? In, no. But in, not. in 10 years' time, sure. is Eddie Betts going to talk about that goal kick from the pocket? No, because no one will know what the fuck he's talking about. <laughs> he's like, like, which, which one? Which, pocket? Know, which one? Yeah. Which, yeah. which one? Who cares? Cool story, but, um, Sammy Lloyd, wasn't it? Semi Lloyd. Yeah, 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 he's going to be talking about that until he's 50. Yeah, of course yeah, he is. Exactly. And deservedly so. I, I think he hasn't stopped yet. <laughs> Not every kid's have. dream, fair yeah. play. We're still talking about it. Exactly, yeah. Because yeah. didn't go to that game. <laughs> I still talk well, about every goal I kicked for winning the game. I went to that game and left at three-quarter time. <laughs> We've spoken about this many times. <laughs> Don't have kids. <laughs> <laughs> That's the lesson. Um, Saturday is uh, GWS and Sydney. Uh, also, GWS versus Sydney in the Neeful Grand Final as the curtain raiser. Really? Uh, which is good. Yeah. That's good because well, it's interest in like a, a dust kicker match. So. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Now, I've got a feeling that Sydney lost the Grand Final last year by uh, one kick. Yeah. Um, could have even been after the siren or the last kick of the day. Yeah. Uh, if it wasn't last year, it was the year before. Um, so, anyway, that's showing something that they can make an absolute massive day out of it. Yeah, mm. well, because I, like, we usually get the footy pretty early. Well, me and you do. Yeah, Josh never early, but no. <laughs> me and Heath, well, Heath usually drives, so I get there early. Um, and I'll, I'll happily watch a good quality match of kids playing, like, the lower tiers yep. before the AFL match, because otherwise we're I'm, down the bar watching, you know, drink. We watch yeah. the AFL game that's going on all the time, or we dick about and talk footy until the match starts. But exactly. I would happily go there for a game's game's worth of time uh, I, early. I miss the curtain raiser. Yeah, yeah. But it has to be mm. a legit game, something that means something. Yep. So that would be perfect for me. Um, what about the game itself? Sydney GWS at ANZ Stadium. Well, that ANZ Stadium part is a real flag. 
well, uh, neither team has played there this year. Yeah, exactly. It, yeah, it's just a last-minute switch from the Swans. Weird, weird. Yeah. It, it, it's odd. And no, it's not the most popular ground amongst anyone, it seems. I've yeah. been there a couple of times to watch footy, and it was all right. I didn't mind it, but playing on it, nobody likes it because the surface shifts too much. And, right, yep. Um, because, you know, they're trying to... It gets used for rugby league yep. too often. And, yeah. You know, that kind of shit. What was the reasoning behind it? Was it contractual? Contractual. Right, yeah. right. So we're stuck with it, more or less. We have well, to deal with I it. I think this is the last year. They, yeah. They've got out of it now, so yeah, yeah. Well, cost them a pretty, pretty penny. To be honest, it's hard to really have an opinion, not understanding how Sydney works in regards to travelling and going. I mean, I mean, Sydney stuff. as a city, not Sydney yeah, as yeah. the club. Um, with you know how far they're willing to go for a, a what would be a B league for Sydney because obviously yeah. NRL and that sort of stuff. So, yeah, I mean, it doesn't seem ideal. I'd rather have it in SCG because it's got that character about it you know there's something there and that's what they're going to play for the future so it, you start to build that rivalry at your home ground and your away ground SCG's got history yeah it's, yeah it's like I know that it's got also less seats than ANZ but yeah. ANZ was you know built obviously 16 years ago yep. for the Olympics but it's just it's not the same exactly it, it doesn't yeah. have that century it doesn't mean anything to the people who are going to go there yeah. you know what I mean you're not going there alright we're going to our home ground it's, it's not, not hallowed ground yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. well I mean you know uh, Jitter versus home ground is literally 100 metres away yeah but it's still it's not the same exactly because yeah and that's why I would refer to for Jitter to finish ahead and get their home ground advantage so you can create history there either way it was going to be uh, oh, rather they played somebody else uh, okay. having yep. two finals in Sydney would have been yep. better than, than this but anyway I think the best thing for football in Sydney AFL in Sydney total would have been for Jitter to have their home final at their ground yeah so that I think there. so too yeah. but what this does mean is it guarantees there's a prelim final in Sydney yep mm. um, and it'll be at the SCG or at yeah. um, Jitter versus that's home true. ground yeah that's true actually anything about that so yep. I mean that's something yeah but, that's um, true I think, as far as the game goes, this is game of the round for me for by sure. a mile. It's going to be game of the year. Um, it's going to be the grand, yeah, grand final. Fucking call it now. Big yeah. <laughs> well, they could meet up in the grand final. Um, is that a possibility? Is it? Uh, of course it is. Yeah. They, the loser drops oh, the other course. side yeah, of the Yeah, they go to the other bracket. Yeah. Um, and uh, <laughs> I, I was just thinking, this is where like the NCAA college brackets yep. come into effect, understanding how final systems work. I, I've seen a lot of people try and do the brackets for AFL, but yeah. it's not the same because it's just a lot simpler. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot smaller, obviously. Yeah. Um, I think Sydney have uh, 100 and well, they win by 120 points against Richmond last outing, possibly more, which was a training run. I did not see the end of it. Um, no, not many people did. <laughs> Mario, Mario from Doncaster, Doncaster. <laughs> um, particularly upset. I think that they're just getting themselves right at the right time. Um, yep. Uh, they've uh, had a couple of disappointing final series, actually. Well, since 2012. Um. So yeah. they're just warming up. However, I think it's the biggest story if GWS wins, of course. Yeah, yeah. Look, I'll be going for GWS. Don't expect them to win. Yeah. You see, I reckon they might. I reckon they'll just be so damn hard because they've overachieved, really, uh, in terms of making finals this year. They probably would have thought next year was where their big shot was. But I picked them. I picked them for finals. Yeah. I think, Not uh, this high, though. I did pick <laughs> them top four. No. Um, so they've done brilliantly, and they'll have... Uh, Stevie J there, who's probably the hungriest bloke who's going to be playing next year. <laughs> I don't know. I think uh, he's only his first season, but Tom Papley for Sydney, he, he matches him. <laughs> the rumours about Boomer, maybe on another club. Oh, fucking bullshit. Uh, honestly, I'd, I'd be torn because, uh, you know, obviously a club legend, but I'd like to see him continue. But I'd like to, I mean, mean me and Boomer are good mates, so I know this. <laughs> but he seems like the type of bloke that would be like, fuck you, cunts. You know <laughs> All right, I'll go somewhere else. I'll show you. Well, it's essentially what Stevie J did, didn't it? Yeah, exactly. So, I mean... And, and Dermot Brereton? The less success. Yeah. <laughs> Let's be honest, Boomer's probably most potential out of both those people going to the second club. Yep. No, I could absolutely see him just rocking up to an NBL club and going, I'll fucking play for you, can't stand. <laughs> like, dude, you're five foot four. He's like, oh, fuck it. <laughs> Steph Curry, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> like, he's 6'2", playing against seven feet people. <laughs> yep. Don't believe everything you see on the TV. Well, basketball will do well for him. There's less people to pass to. So. <laughs> True. Suits True. his game. And he's been growing by five centimetres every year, according to the uh, record. So, you know, in a couple of years' time, he'll be right. Just as angry as Matthew Delvedova as well. <laughs> <laughs> And he's got a basketball background. So. <laughs> he's looking for one. <laughs> <laughs> um, the final game is Saturday night. It's Adelaide hosting North. Josh, give us a reason why North can win. Because I'm struggling for one. Oh, because there's four blokes who <laughs> don't have a next week anyway. So there's four Alistair Lynches out there. Look, yep. North can win by a little bit of fuckery from the king, Wayne Carey. Jump in there. <laughs> 
<laughs> Fake loyalty to the Crows. Well, yep, yeah, no. Nah. Well, let's be honest. I'm a, I'm a Crow through and through. Farido's not playing next week, no matter if North happened to win or not. <laughs> yeah. He's going to go out there and go and fuck his all. I'll I'll just settle down here. Let's hope. And just start He's got to uh, catch someone, though. That's his only thing. <laughs> well, as long as they're coming in his direction. <laughs> so if he goes to try and get um, uh, McGovern, you know, he's got to catch him first. And McGovern's got a good reach on him, too. If one hand on that nose, and Frito's not getting anywhere near him. Well, that's just it. He's got the nose, though. He'll go, go the nose, you reckon? Yeah, go, go the whole Mr. Squiggle style. Stab, stab. I reckon they could just park uh, Benny Brown and Magic Door in the goal square and then just bomb it long, see what happens. Mm. Fuck yeah. it. Give him well, a bit of excitement. We've got big pockets there, so yeah, you can yeah. chuck a couple of uh, boomers in the forward pocket. Oh, Just... there we go. Frito on bets. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bets might kick the goal, but he won't make the next bounce. <laughs> the sad part I did see today was that uh, Drew Petrie popped up in an article saying that, you know, getting cut last week really affected him mentally and, you know, he was gutted and he had a shit game. But he's like, I've got it behind. I'm ready to go now. I don't think they can put him in. Like, you reckon uh, Wake comes in for him? I reckon Wake comes in. Magic Door offers something Petrie doesn't. like, uh, Especially going into next year. At, well, yeah. Like he's playing. But in, <laughs> out of the last game, out of the last game, um, Door did some really interesting stuff and looked like a footballer. Even just basic shit, like going up for the mark, realising that he's three people back and can't take a mark. So he taps it, taps it down yeah. to... Um, who was it? I've forgotten who picked it up. I don't know, but he's my tipter in the recruit. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, he'll be a contract to play next year. And I think... For this game, he offers a bit more uh, danger than Petrie has. Well, which I, well, it's unfortunate because I, I, I really like Petrie as a player. Well, he's a 300 gamer, but yeah. I don't think he got a touch to half time. No, he didn't. He had yeah. four touches in the match and nothing to half time, which that's that's not good for. Yeah, I agree with what you're saying, but for different reasons. I think that the experience you give Magic by playing this game for mm. going into next year is going to be better than trying to win a game, which I don't think they're going to win. Plus, Magic's a better ruckman. Yeah, but he's, he's got. I mean, obviously, say potential, and he's actually started realizing that potential. So, if he's going to be a big man player, he's coming into those years, that age bracket where you actually start um, developing your your role as, yep. as that big man. Mm. And they need backup in the rucks because yep. Goldstein yeah. just can't yep. handle ninety nine percent ruck time anymore. And, and look, I mean, like we've always said, Magic's been coming leap and bounds. You got to reward that effort and that dedication, and that determination. So, yeah, yeah and look, I I would love to reward a three hundred gamer with that uh, last game, but on form, I can't. Like I. I'd hate to be the one to yeah. break it to him, but if, you, yeah. if you're trying to win the game, yeah, yeah. If, it, you, if you want to send him off, then so be it. But yeah, you've got to be trying to win. And to be fair, if you're not putting weight in the finals, then you may as well cut him because that's the only thing he's been good at. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so yeah, he had a good final series last yeah. year, didn't he? But I don't know. North going into a finals without Frank the Tank just just wouldn't seem the same. Yeah, it'd be true. Weird. Yeah, yeah. But uh, it's also weird they're apparently linked with Nathan Brown. Nathan Brown, really? To do what? Uh, to recruit him. Well, I mean, Nathan Brown. He's been doing, doing pretty good with sports bet, but yeah, no, other Nathan Brown. <laughs> Collingwood Nathan Brown. Collingwood Nathan Brown. Right. I, I actually thought he was retired, which um, brings on to Van Berlo. Nathan Van Berlo called pulled the pin today. He did, but he's still playing in the sample. Um, Is he grand finals? I saw someone on Reddit comment. Uh, I think I got downvoted, but it was. <laughs> The most interesting type of retirement is the ones that you already thought retired. Was <laughs> like you retired years ago. <laughs> yeah. I was like, 100% correct. That's exactly what I thought. I was like, Van Bellow still plays? Really? Shit. Yeah, well, I think a lot of people got confused because um, Paul Pleasure retired last year. And you're like, the same guy, aren't they? <laughs> yeah, uh, you're right. You're 100% right. Yeah, I know, I know. Yep. <laughs> but I did like uh, Adelaide uh, Footy Club put it on Facebook, um, the hashtag cheers VB. Oh, yep. All Fair right. enough. <laughs> yep. Good move. I'm yeah. sure it's been said many times throughout his career, but... Goddamn, Adelaide Crows throwing the big bias. <laughs> uh, all right, we got... I don't think we've got anything more. That's, no. uh... Oh, the other thing that I thought was interesting was that um, Fox Sports in USA showing the AFL finals live. Yeah, all four. Every, all every final live. Yeah, it's good to see. And I mean, obviously, we're, well, you guys are active on Reddit. I'm a lurker. But um, you get a lot of the... Uh, well, not a lot, but you get a few USA fans coming across yep. and saying what's that all about so it only should well, stimulate that really we did the whole um, if you had to pick a yeah, side last year still gets year hits well. actually recently yeah, so we'll do it again next yeah, year yeah, we'll do a proper one waveform it is always funny when you get um, the new Yanks come over and say who should I go for and there's always someone who says go for Richmond and then everyone's like you know you could it's like who'd you go for an NFL <laughs> it it well I go for the Cleveland Browns yeah. Richmond yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you poor yeah. bastards do you love pain you obviously do because you're a bit of a masochist if you're going for the Browns so Richmond right up your alley um, actually you've got me thinking um, I was uh, more during the week about it with uh, player interviews and that kind of stuff and obviously watching the USC and Conor McGregor 
Um, yeah. I'd like to see some player take that route. Yeah. Be the bad guy. And it's yeah. something you said Richmond should do. Yeah. Uh, it got me thinking because Cleveland Browns and Cleveland's always been the, the hard luck story. Yeah. But now, you know, they've won championships and you've got Stipe. Yeah. <laughs> won the UFC heavyweight title from Cleveland. Yeah. Um, I'd like to see somebody from Richmond Let's say oh, somebody with neck tattoos <laughs> just to be the bad guy. Brandon Ellis? <laughs> I want them to go in, you know, uh, how are you going this week? I'm like, we've got them. Yeah, Don't worry about yeah. it. They are scared. Exactly. They can suck my dick. Ackermanis <laughs> to Tigers confirmed. I'd love to see it. Just yeah. to see. And he goes, mate, I'm, I'm not here to be nice. I'm here to, yeah. I'm not here to make fans. Yeah. I'm here to win football. And just see the turnout that week. Yeah. Like what it would do. And, and, and how much that would affect your contract negotiations. I would love Dusty to do that. Look, I, I want the fans <laughs> to get in this week because I'm not going to be here for the next couple. Well, imagine he does that. 90,000 the MCG. Confirmed Dusty to Brisbane for $6.5 million. Yeah. <laughs> uh, All right. I think that'll wrap it, wrap it up for this week. So yep. like we always say, hit us up on Facebook or um, say hello on SoundCloud. Um, yep. Or you know, hit me up on Reddit because I'm, I'm getting hit Twitter. up. Every week yeah. somebody says hello. Well, that's it. You pretty much control the Reddit. Josh does a lot of the Facebook stuff and I do the Twitter. Well, I'm on the Reddit too, but everyone just calls me a cunt. Maybe I'll get on the Reddit, but well, the thing is, isn't everyone on Reddit a cunt? That's like why Reddit survives. Actually, I should probably shout out. I've had to change my Reddit. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bombas socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Reddit flared a Geelong because I lost a bet. Did you really? How did yeah. you lose a bet? Put your hand well, up. Call it out. Well, back in, uh was probably round 10. A uh, bunch of blokes were saying that North weren't going to make finals. Like, fuck you, we'll finish top six. And someone's gone, bullshit, you'll be finished eight. So back when North were 9-0. Yeah, yeah, got... yeah. I was, I was feeling a little cocky. Well, I mean, it could be worse. You could have declared that you'd lick your own asshole if <laughs> Melbourne got above Collingwood. I did see that, yes. Uh, OP has not delivered on that one. But he's trying to negotiate, so fair play to him for coming back and man up to it. So. But uh, yeah, I lost uh, to a Frio supporter. So... To a Frio supporter. <laughs> yeah. So they've you got found one. So they've got that in their bank this year. That's what they won. They won a, a flare bed off me. Good, good, good job, Frio. Hey, we won. <laughs> <laughs> All right, clickingballs.com, Facebook and shit. Hit us up. All right, bye. Bye. Peace. Do you ever feel like money is just flying out of your account and you have no idea where it's going? Well, I know it's all of those subscriptions. I used Rocket Money to help me find out what subscriptions I'm actually spending money on, and I had them cancel the ones I didn't want anymore. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over $500 million in canceled subscriptions. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash pod24. That's rocketmoney.com slash pod24. rocketmoney.com slash pod24.